The Last Word with Matt Cooper. It's a long time ago, isn't it, since the peak of the Celtic Tiger madness. 2007, 16 years ago. Who remembers that far back? Well, if you do, the price of a three-bed semi then was €300,000. And of course, when we add the crash, the price crashed. But we're back there again. Barry MacDonald is our first guest from Real Estate Agents Alliance. Good evening to you, Barry. Uh, 300000 nationally, and then how much in Dublin? Yeah, so Matt, we're seeing uh, these headline figures coming about again. And our survey has found that the average three-bed around the country is 300000 But get this, in Dublin City, it's breached half a million. It's 504000 for your average house in the capital. And are these new houses or are these second-hand homes? No, so what we do is we, we reach out to all the estate agents in the REA group and they're all active agents right around the country. And we ask them specifically, what are they getting for a typical three-bedroom semi-detached second-hand house? And it just proves to be quite a good barometer because it's based on kind of real-time what they're getting for houses on the ground right now. So it tends to generally track. It's not based on guide prices. It's, it's based on the prices they're achieving for the houses in the market. And um, so it's based around second-hand houses, What's really interesting with this quarter, Matt, however, is that normally, traditionally, as we've seen house values increase over the last number of years, generally it was Dublin that was kind of leading the the charge with increases. However, this quarter, it would appear that the big towns around the regional Ireland are actually increasing at a greater rate than Dublin, which maybe indicates that the, the, the difficulty from an affordability point of view in the capital is the real problem for people. Okay, and would this report be able to tell you in which cases houses have the potential to be extended or already have been extended, which I think is probably a big factor in a lot of people when they look to buy a three-bed semi-D? Yeah, so no, no, to be quite honest with you, what we ask, we try to keep it very simple. And we go to our agents and we say, look, what are you getting for your typical three-bed semi? I suppose it's kind of the stock product in our world, you know, the three-bedroom semi-detached house, and you get it right across the country. So um, we keep it to a simple level like that. Now, of course, there's going to be situations where a property has a big side garden and there's room to extend or, or a big back garden and various factors like that. But we try to get our agents just to focus on the average typical three-bed. Is it a surprise to you that the prices have breached the 300,000 nationally and 500,000 in Dublin at a time when we've had a lot of interest rate increases over the last 18 months or so? So we've been kind of expecting more of a slowdown, to be quite honest with you, based each time a new interest rate rise is announced. And there's been nine or 10 of them over the last 16 or 18 months. And that is certain to slow things down and make uh, the affordability factor a bigger issue for buyers. However, it doesn't seem to be the case yet. And we're not, whilst we would have expected it, on the ground, we're nearly not surprised because we're just seeing so much demand. But the biggest factor is the supply levels are just so limited. Now, is that supply just of second-hand houses coming onto the market or is it also a factor of a lack of supply of new uh, three-bed semi-Ds? So it's a factor in relation to any stock or availability for a first-time buyer looking for a home. But obviously, there are certain pockets around the country where we are seeing new development, and that is helping the market somewhat, and we're, we're, we're not seeing quite the same level of increases. So again, I go back to Dublin, where your average house is above half a million. 
the increase in value over the last three months in Dublin is 0.8%, which is far more moderate than the average across the country, which is a 2% rise over the three months. And that's because in Dublin, there is a certain level of supply coming to the market in the form of new homes, whereas we're not seeing that in areas where the values aren't high enough. And, and the construction industry, it just doesn't make ends meet to build houses in some of these more regional areas. Like, for instance, our agent in Sligo in particular, he's indicated that values in his town have gone up by 5% in the last three months alone, 18% over the last year. But Jed, if you ask them, is there any new builds in Sligo? There really isn't. There's no new developments. So that's the factor. It's a chronic shortage of housing supply. Well, let's bring in Paul Mitchell, director and co-founder of Mitchell McDermott, which is a specialist in the costs of construction. Uh, Paul, do we have a problem with the supply of enough new three-bedroom semi-Ds in the country? Good afternoon, Matt. Um, I think we do. I think we've uh, we've made great strides in development, and there have been a lot of struggles uh, in relation to new bills. Um, but I think people have found the inflation uh, over COVID, post-COVID, and Ukraine uh, to be a real challenge. I think housing has held up better than apartments, however. But I think over the last 12 months, we have seen reductions, uh, welcome reduction in the cost of materials, uh, certain materials um, coming down uh, in the last 12 months, you know, timber reinforcement, plasterboard um, down by up to 30 percent. Um which has been very positive. Okay, a new semi-detached three-bedroom house being built now, is it likely to be of a higher standard than something that would have been built in the Celtic Tiger era up to 2007, something that might be now coming for sale second-hand? Are the new bills of a higher quality? Yeah, definitely. I think there's been, uh, there's been a gradual increase in standards, particularly across energy. Um, so, you know, the energy rated houses that we have now in terms of the insulation, in terms of the mechanical systems that are used to heat the houses are far superior than 2007. Um, and to be honest, every year we get um, incremental increases in standards. Um, they're all for good reasons, but as we saw from a recent report, they all add up. Yeah, does that mean that then the price of a new house becomes more expensive and that has a knock-on effect maybe in dragging up the prices as well of the second-hand houses? It could do because I think, you know, as, as you said there, we have a lack of supply. Um, and I think, as we keep saying, you know, the answer to all of these um, problems is supply. So, you know, if you're faced with a shortage of new beds, then, you know, and you've only got a second-hand to choose from, you know, you're going to pay the money because it's it's it doesn't come down to the difference between them. It comes down to supply and demand. Although then you're likely to spend perhaps a lot more money as well on the newly purchased second-hand home, maybe to bring it up to the standards that you want, Paul. Yeah, potentially, you know, like, you know, and there's grants there for retrofitting and so on, but you still have to spend money to get the grant, uh, particularly, you know, insulation, uh, things like that. Some of those things are easy. And uh, some of them, like replacing your your windows, you may not want to do. But given, uh, but given the popularity of three-bedroom houses, why is it that policy, particularly in our major cities, is towards building apartments at present? 
I think it, it's a different it's a different point because one of the things that we're grappling with is density. And we we can't keep building three bed semi Ds um, because Dublin then extends to Athlone, and we end up with sprawl and all the cost of of infrastructure. Uh, and we also have to look at what people need. Um, people, you know, our average household size is two point eight. Uh, we don't need three bed semi Ds. We might prefer them. But in a lot of cases, we don't need them. And I think the recent changes coming in in terms of compact housing uh, is looking to address that in terms of the mix. But then what you find is different councils want different things that may or may not be rooted in evidence. So back to you, Barry MacDonald, what do people actually want? If there is a move to provide them with apartments, do they prefer still having their own door, three-bedroom semi-D, and therefore are prepared to pay more for it, be it an average of 300000 nationally and over half a million in Dublin? Maybe uh, the Irish buyer has been a little bit spoiled over the years, Matt, but yeah, typically what we do see amongst buyers is an awful lot of them do want to opt for the the, the, the space that's provided by a house. They want their own back garden, they want their own front garden in which they can privately park their car. Now, don't get me wrong, there's changes coming and, and you can see in any new development there's there, that, that's been tweaked a little bit. If Even if it is a house, they might be coming now less and less with, with front gardens and, and various things like that. But I do do agree with Paul, and um, particularly in Dublin, density is an issue, and, and and the cost of running a community from transport and otherwise, when you have this kind of sprawl, is, is a real negative for our communities. And we do, do need to look at ways that we can live in more densely set up communities. Um, but there is no doubt uh, the Irish buyer does like to see uh, their own uh, their own house uh, and their own garden is typically what's on the hit list of what buyers want. Thank you very much, Barry MacDonald from Real Estate Agents Alliance and Paul Mitchell from Mitchell McDermott. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.